One of the reasons we lose the ability to cope is that we're living for the wrong world. Dr. Tony Evans says we need to shift our priority from the temporal to the eternal. You and I are supposed to be living in this world, not for this world. This is The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans, author, speaker, senior pastor of Oak Cliff Bible Fellowship in Dallas, Texas, and president of The Urban Alternative. Rule number one in many sports is to keep your eye on the ball. But Dr. Evans says when it comes to faith, it's pretty easy to get distracted by, well, just about anything. Let's join him as he examines how to develop a spiritual eyesight that remains focused. Numbers of times in Scripture, we find the concern of people wanting to quit, where they're raising the question, am I going to be able to move forward? Am I going to be able to get out of this? Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, therefore we do not lose heart. What were some of the things Paul was dealing with? If you back up a few verses, he says in verse 8, we are afflicted in every way. He says in verse 9, persecuted. He says in verse 10, carrying out about in the body the dying of Jesus. In fact, it says in verse 12, death works in us. He's going through some very negative realities and he's got the audacity to say, but we don't lose heart. So if you're here today or one day and you're ready to throw in the towel, quit, give up, walk away, I want to say to you today so that you can not only use it for yourself, but give it to somebody else, Paul's statement, we do not lose heart. So no matter how bad it is, how big it is and how long it's been, we do not lose heart. But what is going to keep you sane when circumstances are driving you crazy? What's going to keep you on top when you're being sucked down underneath? What's going to keep you in your right mind when you feel like you are losing your mind? You must be able to look at things differently as painful as the fainting may be. He gives three things that involve your eyesight. And he says, if we can work on your eyesight, we can change your heart. The first thing he says in verse 16, but though the outer man is decaying, yet the inner man is being renewed day by day. Spiritual endurance during troubled times means there needs to be a shift in your perspective. And that means you must prioritize the spiritual man over the physical man. If you work out once a month or once a year, you're not going to be doing much for your physical frame because you do occasional workouts. And occasional workouts won't give you the result of burning calories, of building muscle, of losing fat. You won't get there because you've not developed a consistency for the outer man. 
And the absence of consistency for the outer man will leave you physically flabby. Many of us are spiritually flabby because we work out with God on Sunday. He says, no, your youthfulness inside, spiritually, happens by a daily renewal. If the inner man is not daily fed, the renewal doesn't take place. And if the renewal doesn't take place, you're not getting younger on the inside, which means you lose the capacity to handle the problems on the outside. The second thing he says is in verse 17. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comprehension. He says, what you are going through, whatever that happens to be, is both momentary and light. Why? Because it's measured against an eternal weight of glory. Measured not against your clock. It's measured against eternity. In other words, unless you develop an eternal perspective, time will mess you up. You must learn to live thinking in terms of eternity while not ignoring the realities of time. If all you live for is now, now is all you get. Now you can get now, and there's some good things in now, but if all you live for is now, now is all you get. We've all seen mothers-to-be decorate the room where the newborn baby will be there, and she's doing this long before the birth. Why? Because she's doing it in light of the life that is to come. And in light of the life that is to come, it affects her decor now. I, uh, I tolerate the treadmill. Don't look at me like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I tolerate the treadmill. I hate the treadmill. My heart faints when I think about getting up and getting on that treadmill. However, I turn on the television while I'm walking because what that does is it distracts me. It doesn't change the fact that I don't like walking on it. It doesn't change the fact that I'm sweating. It doesn't change the fact that I'm getting tired. But what the focus on the TV does is create a distraction while I'm working through the exercise. If you and I make heaven bigger, we can do better on the treadmill on earth. He calls it an eternal weight of glory. Uh, the word glory means to be heavy. Remember when we were growing up, you say that dude is heavy. That referred to they are weighty, they are deep. He calls it an eternal weight of glory that heaven begins to enter into whatever is causing you to lose heart because you're looking at it from God's perspective. And when you change what you're staring at, when heaven becomes a big deal, not because you're trying to leave earth before your time, but because you need heaven's help in your time. You need heaven. So you make a big deal about the weight of glory there while you are working it out down here. 
called an eternal weight of glory. It changes things. It reminds me of the little boy and his mother who were, the boy was playing outside and you know, he lost his contact and he couldn't find it. He's looking, he's looking, he's looking, he's looking, looking on the ground, he's looking on the ground, looking on the ground, can't find his contact. Lens fell out. He looked for about 30 minutes, couldn't find it. Came in, told his mother, I dropped my contact in the grass, I can't find it. Mother came out and then a minute and a half found the contact lens. He said, how could you find, I've been out here 30, 40 minutes, I couldn't find it. How come you found it? She said, because we weren't looking for the same thing. What do you mean? We weren't looking for the same thing. I'm looking for the contact, you're looking for the contact. Oh, we weren't looking for the same thing. You were looking for a contact lens. I was looking for $250. It's just, I, was, I looked for something else. But what I was looking at had a different thing on it. If we become heaven bound, we'll be earthly benefited. He is saying to you and me, that our spiritual sight must be adjusted. We must understand that the spiritual internal is more important than the physical external. We must understand that the problems we have here must be measured against eternity, not merely time. And then verse 18, notice what his words are. While we look, see that has to do with your eyesight. While we look, not at the things that are seen, but at the things which are not seen are eternal. Dr. Evans will return with more on improving our spiritual eyesight in just a moment. Don't go away. How do you share the gospel with confidence? What's God's plan for our communities? Why does the Old Testament matter to your faith today? Those are just a few of the questions you'll get answered when you enroll in the Tony Evans Training Center, an interactive online study experience with Dr. Tony Evans, where you can grow in your knowledge of God's Word and learn to advance His kingdom agenda in your life. Visit TonyEvansTraining.org to get started today. That's TonyEvansTraining.org. Tony's been talking today about how redirecting our focus from things that are only temporary to things that are eternal can help us overcome problems we otherwise would find insurmountable. I wanted to let you know he's written a book that goes hand-in-hand with this message. The book is called Kingdom Focus, Rethinking Today in Light of Eternity, and it'll help you discover the joy and power of approaching life with an outlook aligned with the Creator's. You'll learn how to fully maximize life on earth as you recognize God's love and guidance for you each day. If you contact us and make a donation to help support Tony's ministry, we'll send you both the book and the complete Developing Kingdom Vision audio series on CD or downloadable MP3s. They're yours as our gift, and thanks for your support. But this is the final day we'll be bundling these two powerful resources together. So get all the details right away at TonyEvans.org. Or give us a phone call anytime today at 1-800-800-3222 and let one of our team members help you. That's 1-800-800-3222. I'll have that contact information for you again after part two of today's message. Here's Dr. Evans. Job has said in Job uh, 5, 7, he says that life is full of trouble. 
like the sparks fly upward. Jesus said in John 16, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. He said, you need to look, I need to look at the things that are not seen. Well, women, how do you look at something that you can't see? He is calling on us to shift our perspective spiritually, to prioritize, here it is, the eternal over the temporal, the spiritual over the physical. Now, we live in a physical world. We have the five senses to help us out. But he says, when you are losing heart, the thing that's going to keep you from losing heart is not staring at the physical. You've got to see him who is invisible to see. You've got to see spiritual truth, not only limit yourself to physical reality. And that physical reality is called in the Bible, here it is, the world. 1 John 2, verses 15 to 17, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. For any man who loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. What is the world? It's that system headed by Satan that leaves God out. The Bible says in 1 John 5, 19, that this world lies in the hands of the evil one. This world order belongs to the devil. So when you live for the physical, you live for the devil. And when you fall in love with the arch enemy of God, you lose God. You don't lose his reality. You lose the experience of his presence. He says, all that's in the world in 1 John 2, the lust of the flesh, physical desires, the lust of the eyes, desire to accumulate, the pride of life, the pursuit to be significant. That's what everybody wants. The pleasures of the flesh, the accumulation of the stuff, and the significant recognition of others. He's not condemning you being in the world. He's not condemning you benefiting from the world. He is condemning you falling in love with it. It's all temporary. You know how you get in a new car and it feels good for a while and now it's just your car. A new house and the newness wears off. It's now just your crib. New clothes. Now you got to wear it again. Nobody complimenting you the second time because it wears out. Actors and actresses get old and they lose their, their looks on and on and on and on. This world is passing away. If you don't think stuff is passing away, visit a junkyard. All that stuff used to be new. But it's passing away. He didn't say you couldn't have it. He didn't say you couldn't use it. He said you better not love it. One of the reasons we lose the ability to cope is that we're living for the wrong world. You and I are supposed to be living in this world, not for this world. In it, but not for it. Because he says, you lose the love of the Father. That, that is, that intimate relationship. And one of the reasons we faint is because we don't feel the Father's love. You, you ever seen a fish that's been caught and pulled up 
flipping and flopping, twisting and jerking, trying to, trying to make it. You know, that fish is trying to make it. That fish is trying to survive. That fish is jumping all over the place, trying to, doing everything it can, trying to make it. If that fish could talk and you say, fish, how you doing? That fish would say, I'm trying to make it. That fish would say, and, and everything about that fish says it's trying to make it. It's jumping and it's got his mouth. It's, it's, it's trying to make it. But it won't make it. And the reason it won't make it is it's trying to make it in the wrong environment. It wasn't made for air and oxygen. It was, it was not created for that. And because it wasn't created for that, it can try to make it all day long. And all it's doing is quickening its demise because he's trying to make it in the wrong environment. So let's flip it. Let's send you into the water to hang out and try to make the ocean your home. Try to make it your home. Go down there. Have a good time. It will be clear you weren't built for that that you were not created to be able to make it in that environment because that's not how you were made. If you put on an oxygen tank and you go into the water and hang out there, you're going to make it in a foreign environment because you brought something with you from your real world. So you put an oxygen tank on, which is your real world. You went into a foreign world, which wasn't that you weren't made for that world, but you can make it in that world because you brought something from the world that you really belong to. When you accepted Christ, you transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. You now have a tank that you ought to wear in this world. But far too many of us take that tank off and still try to make it in this world and wonder why this world is wiping us out, killing us, knocking us for loops, and we faint and we lose hearts to a world that's passing away because we refuse to breathe heaven's air. Hmm. This world is real, but it is temporary. This world is real, but it is limited. This world is real, but the affliction is limited. You and I are supposed to be in this world drawing life from that world. And he says, when you do that, you will not lose heart. You'll get discouraged, you'll cry, you'll be lonely, you'll be afraid. But what you won't do is throw in the towel. You won't have to live in a way that every day is desperation and defeat because you refuse to look at this world alone. You don't ignore it, but you refuse to be limited by it. Dr. Tony Evans on improving your spiritual eyesight. And he'll come back with a final word to wrap up today's message in just a moment. Speaking of wrapping things up, today's lesson was the last installment in a series of messages from Tony titled, Developing Kingdom Vision. And that means this is the last day you can take advantage of that special resource bundle I mentioned earlier. It includes all seven full-length sermons in the series from Dr. Evans, 
along with his life-changing companion book, Kingdom Focus. Both the audio series and the book are available today as our gift when you make a contribution in support of the Ministry of the Alternative. Get all the details and make the arrangements at TonyEvans.org before time runs out. Again, that's TonyEvans.org. Or call our 24-hour resource request line at 1-800-800-3222. Let one of our team members help you. That's 1-800-800-3222. Well, before we conclude today's lesson, Dr. Evans wanted to share this important invitation with you. In the Bible, Jesus showed love and kindness to everyone. Didn't matter who they were. And when you have a personal relationship with him, it changes you from the inside out. You start living out his teachings, being compassionate and spreading love. So if you've got a desire for kindness in yourself, but have yet to make a personal connection with Jesus, there's no better time than right now to do it. You can begin your relationship with him when you say this simple prayer with me. Just make sure you mean these words for yourself. Heavenly Father, I believe in Jesus Christ, your son, who died and rose again from my sins. I invite him into my life as my Savior and Lord. Wash away my sins and guide me according to your loving will. I desire to be a light for you in a dark world, and I thank you for your love and the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. If you'd like to learn more about getting a life in Jesus Christ started off right, visit TonyEvans.org and click on the link at the very top of the page that simply says Jesus. We have more information for you there, along with plenty of helpful resources. Take the time to check it out. When the Bible tells us what's going to happen in the future, what difference does that make in terms of what's going on today? Well, Dr. Evans will tell us tomorrow as he kicks off a series called Prophecy and Our World. Right now, though, he's back to close today's message with these final words. In Super Bowl 43, Santanio Holmes caught the touchdown pass and it caught the touchdown pass for the winning team. And when the pass was thrown to him, the Steelers, he... He went to the edge. He went to the edge of the end zone and he got all the way at the edge and he reached up and caught it with less than a minute left for them to win the game. Two things happened for that win. He touched low while reaching high. His feet were firmly planted on the ground but he re- now, if he reached up and his feet weren't on the ground, it's incomplete. But if his feet were on the ground, but he didn't reach up, it's incomplete. In order for him to do what he did, he had to be living in reality. His feet had to be on the ground. But he had to be reaching up to catch the ball. If you want to make it, when the defense of life is tackling you, when the circumstances are breaking you, you've got to reach up. You have to be heavenly minded, spiritually minded, otherworldly minded. The things of earth must be second, not first. 
the unseen God must be more important than the visible men. See, because what we've done is we've made visible men bigger than invisible God. And therefore, we insult the Almighty. We must look on the things you cannot see. When you and I develop this perspective, we'll get clearer eyesight. We'll be growing younger while we're getting older. And most importantly, we won't quit. That eternal perspective will change your trajectory of your eyesight. The Alternative with Dr. Tony Evans is brought to you by The Urban Alternative and is made possible by the generous contributions of listeners like you.